welcome once again to the Lighthouse Beloved podcast. I'm joined by Debbie Singh and Crystal Check, and I'm Carolyn Thomas. Hi. Right, we started speaking last week about um, just different relationships that we have and what maturity looks like or should look like in those relationships. And so we looked at what maturity looked like in our relationship with God and a lot of things that came out of there were obedience and trusting. I think, girls, that we all yeah. came up with that um, and knowing that God knows best. And um, then we also went on to talk about what maturity would look like in our relationship with our spouse. And there we talked as well a lot about communication and mm-hmm. about really just allowing your spouse well, encouraging him to have God as his primary relationship over and above you yeah. and the same for you because that's you're gonna get the best possible version out of out of that and just championing them as well basically yeah. to grind the things of the Lord. Yeah. And then we started looking at what maturity would look like in our relationship with our children. And um Debbie, do you want to just give a quick sentence about some of your points and I'll go to you, Crystal, and mm-hmm. then I'll speak to that. Um, yeah, I was just saying that, you know, you need to make sure that, you know, you're you're teaching them in the way that you are doing things. So we were saying that more mm-hmm. is caught than taught and yeah. and so to be that, that leading example and let them see your relationship with, with God and your relationship with your husband and, you know, so that they will catch on to, you know, the things that you're you're doing and and in the, your relationship with them you know they'll see how you respond to them so they'll respond back that positive so it's way. basically mm-hmm. discipling them as yeah, well yeah yeah then there was the awesome you know be the adult yep um and um setting and enforcing boundaries and um leading them you know live what you preach yep lead them in the way that they should go so that can, they can see it and they are little sponges, aren't they? Like you're saying, they are they are really just watching and, and yeah. you know, as you mm-hmm. said about as well, you hear yourself <laughs> and your kids <laughs> often and that's when you realise so much. And I'm finding that even now with Callan, um, who's just um, got married. He's been married for seven months now. But, you know, actually just seeing things in mm-hmm. him that were things, you know, just even how he is with his finances and his organisation and it's things that I've you know, modelled not necessarily consciously over the years. You know, yeah. some of it is and some not, and just seeing that yeah. coming out, which is is, is nice, you yeah. know. It's good yeah. good to see. When um, it's the good habit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's other things in there. Now that, oh, that's me as well, you know. Not not necessarily the good, but yeah. Um, for me, maturity of the children, um, and this is probably similar to your first point, Debbie, it, it, for me it looks most like being the parent, yeah. which yeah. is what you said, being yeah. the adult. Um, you're not there to be their mate, yeah. um, and they are not there to fulfil you emotionally as yeah. well. You know that's a, um, I can un- you know well I can't understand in that I haven't been in that situation, but well I can from growing up. But there's a lot of times where women may be very needy emotionally through hurt or neglect or whatever, and often they would be um, looking to their children to fulfil that, and you know you'll often have. 
um, women maybe even sharing too much with their children mm. and, and, you know, looking for those needs to be met in their children, which is not right. Um, I don't know if you're crying in my mouth, touching no. a point no. there. You're just about to sneeze. But Sorry, I was yeah, building a sneeze <laughs> and it didn't come. Um, another thing as well, maturity looks like it, it looks like the discipline. You talked about that, putting boundaries yeah. and having consequences, yeah. training them in the Word of God and raising them according to the Word, as you said as well, Debbie. And, you know, I found at school... Um, we have religious education at school where somebody comes in from outside to do it once a week and, you know, the parents have got to sign a consent form and it's always just, I don't think amazed is the word, I don't know what is the word, but over the years I've always had a couple of parents where they've said to me, well, you know, it's up to them, like these are six-year-olds, we, we'll let them decide if they want to do religion or not, you know, we've decided that they can choose um, for themselves and whatever and it's just that just always jars me because you know the word is clear train them in the way they should go and um, you know when they're old they won't depart from it and you can't just let them choose at that age mm. and then hope that one day they're going to serve God you know it just um, goes to show again that you're you know if you're not training them yep somebody someone else, else is exactly yeah. that's exactly right yeah and um you know, the thing as well of, of boundaries and discipline and consistency, I mean, it's tiring, the consistency, but, um, you know, that, that old statement of it hurts me more than it hurts you, and often mm. it does. Yeah. But we have to still do it, you know. Yeah. I've heard parents, like, saying, oh, no, oh, it's just, you know, um, I can't do it or whatever, or it just hurts me too much, or, you know, I've given in to them because, oh, they were so upset or whatever. And, and, mm. and I've actually come to realise, you know what, you're actually being selfish mm. and it's not actually mm. about that it's hurting them. It's about it's hurting you yeah. to actually have to impose this mm. and so you actually just soothing what's going to make you feel better yeah. and actually in the long run it's not better for mm. the child, yeah. you know, you're not actually helping them. Um, and just I had an interesting thought here and, and that I just want to throw out at you just to think about. Is there any area of the word that you're compromising in in terms of raising your child because it feels too hard or you're worried that they don't like it or it's going to upset them. It's just mm. a thought, you know, something to think about. Is there any area that, um, you know, um, you know, the scripture, it took me a long time to understand the scripture of where it says that if you don't, you know, discipline your child, um, then you'll be a party to their death. Mm-hmm. Something about that. And, and I didn't understand that for a long time, and then God just unpacked it for me that you know if you if you're not disciplining disciplining them, giving them consequences, teaching them to respect your authority, um, then they're ultimately going to reject the ultimate authority one yeah. day, which has got himself and end up in hell. And and you know that's what I see so much at schools, the generation that's coming up, not all of them, but you know the ones that are coming up where the parents are not serving the Lord and. They just stepping in, and you know, if if there's a problem, I've got one little um, girl in particular at the moment. Whenever there's a consequence that gets, um, when whenever we I give her a consequence, mum is up straight away, yeah. you know, and she cuts my legs from under me in front of yeah. the child, and and I just think, you know, you're not doing this yeah. child any favour. That eventually, you know, they're going to reject the authority of God, and so yeah. Yeah, and and it it breeds that, um, as they get older, it breeds that um, disrespectful, um, entitled teenagers and, and, you know, the ones who go out and, you know, I wanted that so I took it or, you know, well, there has to be consequences. 
Yep. And um, the other thing that I just had be- just before was when you have to build, like dish out the discipline, don't allow yourself to get so angry mm. that, you know, instead of one smack you give them six or, yeah, you yeah. know, it goes over the top. Don't let yourself get that and, and let it go once it's well, done. Well, and that's what a mature parent, though, would know, not to discipline in those times. Well, you learn that as you mature as mm. a parent. I don't yeah. discipline when I'm angry, but I still need to come back to it and do it and yeah. follow up mm. through with what I've said mm. um, yeah. because, yeah, you're not helping them. Yeah, so that's mm. um, what maturity would look like with your children. What does maturity look like in your relationship with your friends? This is another one that I laughed at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Considering two of the best friends are sitting there with each other. <laughs> hmm. So actually you're going to tell each other what you will allow now. We, we already know actually. Yeah. You know. It's all right. We, we have lots of fun together, but as well as that we do, even in our serious times, we, we know like we know we can, we've got another friend as well, a couple of friends that we, we know if one of us is having a pity party. Yeah. And we don't, we, let, we, we don't let each other have pity parties. And it's, you know, you've never quite hated. No, hated isn't the right word. You've never I know quite, what you, mean. <laughs> you know, wanted to punch a friend yeah. as much as you do when they're trying to pull you out of your pity party. Yeah. But but it's good though because you know we we know we can tell. You know, it's it's good to have those friendships that that are. You know, you you are so mature in those friendships where you can say no. You know, just do this. You know, <laughs> like not telling them to just get over it or. You yeah. know, then then saying exactly what needs to be said. Or yeah. like I think a couple of weeks ago we had a conversation with our other two friends that it was um it wasn't so much just do this, it was so what is God trying to teach you here? Yeah, that's good. Where is your heart at? Where are you looking for your yeah, right, answer, yeah. you know? And um We actually only came up with that because neither of us had any answers. So <laughs> we're like Go What's God teaching you about this? Because we just weren't coming up with anything. Really. Yeah. And you know, the the thing I love about it, out of the four <clears throat> friends, yeah, I mentor three of them. So <laughs> I encourage them all to slap each other up as well when they need it. So. <laughs> but that's really good. Yeah, I like that. And, and, and that's... You know, even that, like you're saying, okay, so what's God teaching? And even if you don't have the answers, working it through together is awesome. And that's also calling. I mean, because the whole point is you know each other's hearts and you know they're not saying it just for the sake of trying to slap you down or whatever. So they're still trying to call out of you you the best. Well, one of the other points that I I had down was to not allow them to rule what you do or you say. So even if they do say... You know, or even any friends. I mean, you know, Crystal isn't my only other friend. Yeah. Sorry to have you know, get upset. <laughs> so but, you know, I've got lots of, you know, you, you, we all yeah. have, you know, lots of, not, not lots of close friends, but, you know, you've got a, yeah, a few close friends, friends yeah. that mm-hmm. might be in different areas. And, and um, you know, like even one of, like two of my oldest friends that I have, one one of my oldest friends I see nearly every day, and, and she, you know, even if she says to me, oh, do this or do that or I say it to her we we both have the maturity to know that we don't actually have to take that on board yeah. and they're not going to be offended Tended, if we yeah, don't that's take that on board yeah, yeah you that's know. good yeah um and you're on par with each other so yeah, yeah. that's good yeah um and and with that you know because we have such a a really great um support network the the four that we've been talking about um, being careful with your words when you're speaking with one alone yep. or with yes, two alone about good. another person. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't be aware of the gossip 
you yeah. know, don't don't yeah. go, nah, you know, yeah. this person's really blah, 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 about this, and you know, and it's really okay. Here is a problem. How are we going to work together mm. to fix the problem? Mm. Not um, in a in a godly way. Not not from our own opinion, but go okay. Where does it say in the scripture that we can fight this? Like, how yep. do we do that? Yep. It's not, um, dude. She was blah blah, and you know, yeah, and, yeah. and all that sort of thing. Um, and being the influencer, don't be the like. This is outside of our group. So, yeah. in in friends that aren't um, following Christ at the moment, being an influencer, demonstrating the reality of God in your sphere of influence yeah. all the time. They shouldn't be influencing you more than you're influencing yeah. them. Yeah. So when you are, like I had an experience at my children's previous school where, you know, we used to hang out after school with a bunch of mums and um, there was one lady who was constantly on the go, like constantly. She was run, she used to run around the school to pick up her children and then come back and then she's running to the car and, you know, literally running. Yeah. And um, one day she said to me, how are you so calm? We have the same amount of kids. We have the same age group of children. How are you just chilled? How are you not rushing all the time? And I'm like, well, this is my relationship with Christ. And yeah. and that enabled me. She saw something in me. Yeah, yeah that that's good. She was like, well, how do I get that? Mm, you know, yeah. um, and then there's other times where the ladies would be gossiping about one particular lady who wasn't there that day. And it's just like, um, yeah, I don't need to be a part of this, so I'm just going to go yeah. right now. And, that, and that's maturity, isn't it? Because it's sometimes, yeah, yeah, enjoyable to gossip and to stand, but it takes maturity to, to walk mm. away. Yeah. Or even stand up for the person who's yeah, not there. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Right, well, for me, it's probably what you girls have covered anyway. Support, mm-hmm. um, encourage your friends, challenging them, champion them. A lack of competition. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah, um, that's a big one. No talking behind her back, which is what you talk. She's confident of your loyalty. Having the guts to tell her if she is wrong and to confront her if she's in sin because, you know, that takes a lot of guts, um, even to the extent of being prepared to lose the relationship um, and not compromising. A lot of people will compromise and not speak because of fear of that. And it's Mm. like, no, I love you enough Mm. to lose this relationship if I have to. Yeah. Um, pointing her to God all the time, desiring above all for her to grow in her relationship with the Lord in her yeah. walk, encouraging her to step into her ministry and, and just not be threatened by her growth. Mm. And not um, be jealous. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that often, you know, especially if you've been the stronger one spiritually up to a certain time or maybe you've even introduced them to Christ and then they just take off or whatever to not yeah, be jealous or threatened mm-hmm. If they start to grow and maybe even overtake, let that spur you on, mm. spur each other on yeah. to, to further growth within yourselves. Yeah, so. All right, so that's good. So what does maturity look like in your relationship with your employer? It's been a while since yeah. I've been employed. It's all right, you can still have principles. <laughs> you have been. <laughs> um, the big one for me, my husband is a is a boss at, at work. Mm. He's, a, he's a manager and... Um, some of the things that he expects from his workers, this is how I, because it's been such a long time, but um, having respect, showing proper respect mm. for your boss, mm. um, you know, just being just that little bit more careful with how you approach them and how, you know, if you're going to send an email, don't go, hey, mate, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's hello, so and so. Yep. Bob, yep. you know, 
um, having a great work ethic, work like you're working for Jesus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, having integrity and honesty and being responsible for your mistakes, owning up to them. If you've made a mistake and someone pulls it up, just don't go off the handle and go, oh, it wasn't my fault. Or, mm. yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yes, all right. It is because he is the manager. Then he's got someone above him and people below him. Mm. So now he needs to take responsibility for their mistakes Yep. because he is yeah, responsible be, for yeah, that. Yep. Um, having excellence, top quality work, yeah. not necessarily quantity, Yep. But a, just a, a top quality work and being unoffendable when taking correction mm. and when owning up to mistakes and when someone even has it wrong, you know, um, he he has to deal with people because he, you know, works with um, manufacturers' items and people call him up and, and they have a problem with the product that they've they've sent out. Well, it's not actually, they don't manufacture the, pro, the yeah, stuff, yeah. they send it on. But being unoffendable in that, he he can't sit there and yell back down the phone yeah. because someone else is yelling at him. It's, yeah. That's not that's not okay. He, yeah. he has to take it, you know, one step at a time and just go, okay, can you calm down and just yeah. okay, tell me what the problem is and I'll I'll fix it. Yeah, that's good, mm. Debbie. Well, Krista took all my points. <laughs> <laughs> Mine wasn't as long a list as that, but but I thought what the two that I. I really thought was good was the um well they were all good but the being respectful and yeah. and doing your best mm. as if you're working for Christ yeah. Yeah. yeah and I know I've had conversations with my husband as well um you know about you know doing you know being at work and you know sometimes he's like oh this is so annoying and and I'm like well just go and work like you're working for God because that's mm. who you're working mm. for you know you're not yeah. yes. You know, on paper you work for this company and whatnot, but doing your best working for God. And yeah. I mean, even I was thinking, you know, my employers are both shorter than me, so you know, <laughs> I still have to be respectful and I still have to do my best because I am. That is my yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. You know, for working moment, for yeah. for God. You know, yeah, full time. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and yeah, being um being honest in all that mm. you do and and, and having integrity Dirty, and yeah. you know. Just all all those things that you would normally be, but doing, you know, you, we often don't think of doing the mundane, mm. you yeah. know, day-to-day, nine-to-five kind of jobs as doing them for God. And there's a scripture that says about, yeah. you know, put, you know, have that attitude that everything you're doing is... It's for Christ. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. So, you know, I think that's probably, um, you know, when that's, that's really... The yeah, best thing you can good. do in any kind of a... Yeah, well, Barry mentioned a while ago that um, when it comes to um, working and, and things like that, um, he has has a, you know, I'm blessed because I know Jesus, so my influence over the business mm. is that it's going to be blessed. Mm. And that's his attitude towards that too. God is here. God is working. Um and he has favor. He has yeah, favor at work. The favor, yeah. um, and you know he's been able to have time off. You know to go on the mission trip to mm. India. He's been able to have time off while I've had my children. Mm. And they've sent care packages and you know gift vouchers of just amazing amounts of money just to say, hey, congratulations on your baby. Yeah, and, that's good. You know, um, and that's that's what that will bring. That that 
that maturity in your in your workplace really brings that favor and I think you know what you're saying that that's so true I found that at work as well and it it is and and really it's down to that scripture as well if you're doing everything with that attitude um, and you're obedient to the Lord because he would Mm. expect honesty integrity respect all those things we've talked about he would expect of us and so as we're obedient to him in those it Mm. does carry favor with it um Mm. Yes, so I've got here like being dependable, that your Mm. boss knows that you're reliable and you will finish the task. Mm. And I mean, that's really a fruit of the Spirit, isn't it? Faithfulness as well. And they know that they can, you're not just going to drop off and, you know, not doing it. Um, That integrity, and we talked about, and I've got here as well, sicky days, you know, like days off for camp and stuff. And I've always, you know, Mm. um, all through my teaching, because with teaching, obviously it's harder to get days off because we have the holidays. Um, so whenever I've had a conference or a camp or something that I've needed to be off, I've you know people say I'll just take a second. I'm like, no, mm. that's mm. lying. It's dishonest, and mm. I can't go to a Christian camp and expect God to bless the camp and my speaking, and I'm doing that. On the other hand, you know, it was yeah. never a question for me anyway. But mm. um, and so I've always been upfront with that and asked for days of unpaid leave and whatever. And, and I've had favor. I've had the boss come to me and say. No, I'm giving you the day off, but I'm still paying you mm, because yes. I have a discretionary fund where I can give a certain, I've mentioned this before, but certain number of days. And I do have favor with him. It is very clear to me. Um, yeah. You know, and you'll often do things like that. And you said, because I know, you know, that yeah. you are like this yeah. or whatever. So that's really important. Um and just, yeah, your word that your boss knows that, mm. you know, if you say something, you're going to do it and can trust it and not running your boss down. You guys talked about that, talking behind his back mm. and supporting him. And, you know, this is important with any boss, but particularly a non-Christian boss as well. Mm. I think it's really yeah. important. Um, and obeying him with the correct attitude, even if you personally don't like the direction or agree with what the yeah. thing is. Now, I'm not talking about where it would be something in violation to the word of God. I'm just talking about, for instance, at school, um, at the moment we've got these little EXO things, they like little computers that they wanted us to trial and they're going to look at bringing them into the whole school so every kid in the class has got one. Um, and um, some teachers were very resistant to it. Um, and, uh, you know, they said to us, look, we just want you guys just to do the training on it to, because, um, you know, we just want to trial it. And, and you know, teachers were vocal because uh, our boss is really good. He does let people have an opinion and have a say sometimes, I think, too much because you can't keep everyone happy. But the point is there were teachers that were um, resisting it and were not happy and had said blatantly they didn't want to do it. But the point is, um, you know, he had to make a decision and, and you know, like, 99% of the parents were in favour and probably 90% of the staff. And so it was a case of, okay, decisions being made. Yeah. And so we just got on and got them and did the training and there's still some people that haven't. And, and that kind of thing that I'm talking about. So, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that, but there may be times when I don't like a certain decision or I don't agree with it, but because that's what the boss has said, you do it. You don't yeah. question. Your boss yeah. says do it and that's it. And, and, but it's, a, it's having that correct attitude to go with it because if you've got that resentment in your heart... Um, you know, that's but really... What, what you just mentioned there, Carolyn, about, um, you know, even even when you don't agree, I was just thinking, you know, we talked a little bit about that in uh, our relationship with our husband, yep. our spouse, you know, and and um, and it's of somebody that's in authority. Yep. And, um, and we do, we need to have, especially 
have that um, that attitude of even if you don't agree, don't talk behind their back. Yes. Don't um, you know belittle try and them. belittle yeah. them. Don't yeah. go against them. Yeah. You you are under their authority. Yeah. And as a as a Christian, you know, even though you if you are under somebody's authority, then you you know you need to still act yeah. the same way that you would out of that authority. Yeah. And just something in churches, even yeah, I was um, just like going to say a big thing I've in been leadership. In, I've been yeah. in churches in the past, and even you know, present, <laughs> I suppose, where you know you might not always uh, you know agree with something that's said from the pulpit or a decision that's been made and I know I know in the past definitely other churches I've been at people have said oh no I don't like this and um you know so I'm leaving or you know yeah. oh we, we need to get rid of this pastor or you know whatever yep. and Let's the biggest thing the biggest thing I've learned I mean this is coming from somebody who's been a pastor's daughter yep. at one point um it, it, one thing that I've learned is that the best thing that you could do for Anyone in authority, you know, especially our pastors and our employers and our husbands, mm. is to pray for them. Mm, yeah. And, you know, God will put the people in that he wants, especially yeah. in our churches, God will put the people in there that he wants in yeah. there. You know, and, and I mean, us tearing them down, whether mm. it be in our churches, whether it be in our mm. homes, whether it be at school, is is not showing a godly maturity. No, you know, it's yeah. showing immaturity. Yeah. And so, you know, that's another way to pick immature yeah, Christians, yeah. you know, by, by seeing the way that they, they do act towards authority, yep. you know, because ultimately Christ is our authority. Right. And if we're not going to be willing to submit to an authority yeah. of Christ, yeah. then, you know, if we're not submitting to these lower authorities yeah. than Christ, exactly. then how are we yeah. going to submit yeah. to a higher authority in Christ. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up because obviously <clears throat> that's an issue that's dear to my heart as well, just yeah. having, you know, um, and, 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 you know, the scripture says it was he who set some to be apostles, pastors, prophets, and like you say, yeah. puts them in. And, and the scriptures are very clear as mm. well um, that, like you say, Debbie, pray for them and yeah. support them. And your yeah. prayer is not a case of, oh, God, let them see they're wrong or remove no. them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, and, and God will... Um, you know, honour your submission and whatever, and it's submitting with that mm. correct heart. And as you yeah. say, you're often not going to agree with everything. And, you know, there will come points where, well, a decision has to be making, made one person. You're not going to please everybody. And, you know, if God's put that person there, and I'm not saying you can't have people that are maybe not doing the right thing, mm. but, you know, um, if they are, God's given them the vision, he's given the direction, whatever, you need to submit to that, um, you know, in, in, mm. in, with the right attitude. And, and if they're wrong and they're doing things, whatever, God will remove them. It's not That's for it, us yeah, to, yeah. to do that. And, and the scripture is very clear on that. And even, even you know, I think of our Prime Minister, you know, like, mm. you know, we, we need to still be praying yeah, for the leaders yeah. of our country. Well, the scripture says you know? God puts yeah. even there in the government, he yeah. lets them in there. He puts yeah. them there for whatever reason. Yeah. And, I mean, if you think of submission, if we only submitting when we're happy with the decisions yeah. or whatever, it's not true submission yeah. and it's not hard humility, yeah. you know. True submission and humility is when I don't agree with the decision or whatever, but because I recognise your authority or that mm. God's placed you here, I am going to, you know, and as you mm. say, very important that you're not, um, for us as well, I mean, as much as you guys would like to have the confidence that we are not running you down and we've got your back, mm. we need the same as well, yeah, you yeah, know, probably yeah. even more so yeah. because, you know, you, and, and 
yeah. yeah so that is really important and I mean I've got down here as well that all this talk that we did about bosses is exactly the same for ministry and mm. how you should operate and the sad thing is um, and not I'm not talking about Lifehouse because this is the most amazing group of people that we've ever you know um, been in ministry with but you know just because you're a volunteer there's no excuse not to operate at that same level of yeah. excellence that yeah. you would for your job and you know to be tidy or undependable or, or whatever um, you still got to be dependable and have that right attitude. And you know, Crystal, what you mentioned there as well about um, the respect for your employer. And I mean, I'm not saying, you know, David obviously is not an employer as such, but I mean, he's a leader there yeah. and, you know, he's um, got a position in that. But, you know, sometimes as well, like, you know, we'll have people emailing um, and it'll just be boom, straight and not even the courtesy of, you know, hi, David or whatever, just. And there's been a particular case where we know it is a person that's been in a mood or whatever. And it's just like, it just gets your, you know, it's just like, yeah. and, and because I think we're so open as well and, and, and down to earth and whatever that sometimes, you know, mm. there's a bit of, um, you know, lack of respect that yeah. comes in. And I find that as well, even with myself, yeah. that I have to remember David is my husband and everything, but he's also my pastor as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's times when I can be, too casual about a situation with him or, or whatever and I also maybe you know not showing the levels of respect that I should and yeah so yeah. it's really important but that's really you know a big thing in maturity is being yeah. able to to have that submission yeah. I think that's something that we hadn't really touched on and yeah other things yeah. is just to be able to submit yeah and to, that, you know and I mean we know we understand our roles you know with our husbands and mm -hmm. there is that mutual submission and yeah. But as you say, the role of the husband as the head of the home and, yeah. you know, I mean, I think I can speak for all of us that our husbds, you know, are for mm -hmm. the most part reasonable and, yeah. and we do yeah. have a mutual <laughs> submission and, and we would talk through and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, there, there will come times when, you know, and probably maybe 99% of the time we may have the same view or whatever, but there will yeah. be times when there isn't. And then at that point, you've got to have the right attitude towards, well, the yeah. decision's got to be made. Yeah. And we're both feeling strongly in opposite mm. ways. And so, you yeah. know, and then with that comes them having to carry the responsibility and the consequences. But I think it's all about our attitude as well, isn't it? And like, oh, yeah. God, you know, change them or whatever. And that's not going to get you anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that um, in past time, oh, excuse me, past time, um, I have been in situations where people have been... Um, Attacking my leader, like my leaders, my leadership, and um, and that's where, like my husband and I are sitting there going, well, this is how it is. They've made that decision. That's where we're going, and it doesn't matter how we feel about it. That's the direction we're going, and that's where we're going. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's it, isn't it? It's like we're all on the same page here. It doesn't matter. It's like in a family, like to outsiders. Mm doesn't matter if we had this little internal thing here, we all presenting the yeah. same front and page and that's where we've got to yeah, go forward. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, that's good. All right, so I'd just like to leave you with your challenge, um, with a challenge, sorry. Just um, think about what we've been talking about. Ask the Holy Spirit. Just see if there's any areas that you need to pick up your game, so to speak, in, and consciously maybe try and work on those areas And because it is just a, a conscious choice as well and, and just mm. changing habits. And thank you for listening to us. You can check us out on www.lifehalfandhalf.net and we'll speak to you next time. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.